Welcome, everybody, to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing. Am I right? And discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking and have a tasty chat. So as you all know, on Tuesday's episode, we discussed Colleen Hoover, Colleen the Hooves, uh, It Ends With Us novel. So we are going to pick that up here and go over some things that um, are related to the novel. We have some uh, some interesting things to share. So let's get started. OK, so before we get started on our episode today, Sorry. our potty sode. Potty, let's potty. Um, what are we snacking on? We got snacks. Snacks. Um, well, right now I have uh, some some Fiji water. It's natural artesian, artesian, artesian water. Oh my god! And uh, um, uh, I got some Smart Pop. Nice okay. <laughs> white shed. <laughs> I actually do not have a snack today. I have, I do have my coffee. So it is hazel uh, hazelnut coffee. It's like latte style with oat milk. And I put a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper in it, and it's amazing. Highly Barista. recommended, especially if anybody likes a little spice. It's amazing. Spice up your life. Um, <laughs> what did you make today? Did you cook at all? Yeah, I cooked uh, dinner today. I made uh, barbecue chicken thighs. Not not on the barbecue. I actually made them in the air fryer, but they had barbecue sauce and like a dry rub that I made. And um, yeah, they actually came out really good. And then I made some rice on the side that had a little bit of soy sauce and I put some ginger and garlic and onion stuff. And it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. It's kind of like a staple, my go-to meal when I don't really feel like cooking. So it's easy and fast. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds good though. Yeah. Um, I love anything with ginger. Ginger. Mm. Yeah. Uh, today I kind of made like a brunch for my family so I um I made it was that uh potato crusted quiche that I had sent you from uh TikTok I'll post that or I'll repost it on our uh okay our TikTok for everybody um it was delicious it was really good it had a lot of veggies in it and then um I made some uh, homemade biscuits on the side um mm. that was the extent I-, I told them because it was such a strenuous uh brunch that they were getting no dinner so <laughs> Okay. <laughs> everybody kind of did their own thing for dinner yeah <laughs> i kind of just ate that again i was like listen this is what you get yeah <laughs> so you get you get one meal a day you pick which one you want <laughs> <laughs> you know um, one meal for a thursday is good enough for them 
nice. Sorry, fam. <laughs> oh. If you're just tuning in, we will be doing a segment here every um, episode on Books with Cooks podcast called Word of the Day, when we'll give you the word of the day. Typically, we'll incorporate the word during the episode to add a fun little challenge and help spice up your language, spice up your language, um, as well as our own. So you'll maybe even hear um, this word again in future episodes, and we'll probably reuse them um, in upcoming episodes so we can broaden our vocab. Um, we encourage our listeners to use these words in their own, in your own da uh, daily conversations with us on your socials and website forum. So stay tuned at the end of the episode when we give our sassy spatula awards to whoever correctly uses the word in conversation during the previous episode. Um, each word of the day will come from the word of the day vocabulary workbook by Francine the Pucks. Francine Puckley. Follow the link in our bio if you want to get a copy for yourself. And follow along. So uh, without further ado, today's word of the day is enigmatical, spelled E-N-I-G. M-A-C-I-C-A-L and pronounced N-A-G-M-A-T-I-C-A-L. It is an adjective that's defined as unclear in meaning, open to more than one interpretation. For example, the letter from my mother was enigmatical as to the date of the family reunion, so we'll have to call her to get the specifics. Alex, Very let's come nice. up with some additional examples for us to help remember. Okay. Um, so I would say that the ending of It Ends With Us, which is the book that we read last week, just to tie it back, but I'd say the ending was a little enigmatical, kind of left things up in the air about where it was headed, and it was a little unclear. I agree. I also feel that Ryle will be enigmatical going forward, because um, he's a little unpredictable there. So hmm. he's open to more than one interpretation. Okay. <laughs> um hmm. let me see i don't know right now my dogs are not being enigmatical they are being very clear in their motives that is to disrupt the like podcast <laughs> coming up with sentences um, for examples for enigmatical is turning out to be enigmatical <laughs> um Let's see if I could tie it back to the book again. Um, I guess Lily's mom, her motivations throughout some portions of the book were a little enigmatical or she was a little enigmatical. Uh, it was a little unclear kind of where she stood and uh, it was kind of open to interpretation about what we thought in terms of why she stayed and things like that. I agree. And also Devin's presence becomes enigmatical throughout the novel. Where is he? We're unclear. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> and on that note. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, before we give you the make it stick activity, here's some trivia about the word enigmatical. Uh, the root word enigmatic originated in the 17th century and der derives from the Greek word enigma meaning riddle. I'm not sure if I pronounced that Greek word correctly. I'm sorry. Enigma. Enigma. Maybe. I don't know why I had to say it like enigma. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. 
But if there are any Greek um, speakers out there, it's spelled A-I-N-I-G-M-A. Uh, let us know if we pronounced that correctly. If we didn't, um, we apologize. Yes. <laughs> All right. So today's Make It Stick activity, uh, which will also be posted on our socials for you to engage with, is to, while incorporating the word enigmatical, write a brief synopsis for a mystery that Sherlock Holmes and his trusty sidekick, John Watson, must unravel. So a little bit of fun there. That's, I like Sounds that. fun. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. So um, for uh, anybody just joining us again um, or just rejoining us, uh, the previous word of the day activity, the word was abecedarian for our Tuesday episode. Um, so we don't have any feedback just yet because we pre-recorded this. So we will let you know future, uh, make it a, a stick activity, um, for this one. If we do get any feedback, we'll let you know in future episodes. But, um, basically the last one was in a single sentence, what advice do you have for two ABC Darian podcasters? So instead, um, let's include some insights from pod pros regarding the top five tips for starting a new podcast. Alex, you want to start us off? Yeah. So the first one that they have is to have clarity and to define the show's purpose. So essentially we should avoid being enigmatical with our content. Mm -hmm. Snuck that <laughs> one in there. <laughs> um, the second tip is that decide where to focus first and worry about the rest later. Don't be too enigmatical when you're talking to your listeners. <laughs> uh, get feedback from listeners which we definitely encourage. So please reach out to us and let us know what you like, what you don't like. And again, if you have any advice. And then the fourth one is to engage with the podcast community, you guys, for support and stay active. And finally, the most important piece of advice is be consistent. So thank you, Pod Pros. Uh, we definitely found this helpful and hopefully we'll be using this advice and we already are. Um, listeners, feel free to reach out at any time with advice, feedback, or questions. And you can find all of our contact information at our link in the bio. So the next part of this episode, we want to include um, maybe a series going forward. Let us know if this is something you'd like to hear. Um, but I'm going to be calling it our speech series. And again, this comes from um, a book that I have. It's called The Well-Spoken Thesaurus, and it's by Tom Healer. Sorry, Tom, if I spelled that wrong, but it's if I said that wrong, but it's H-E-E-H-L-E-R, Healer. And um, he tells us the most powerful ways to say words every day, words and phrases um, a little bit, a little bit better. So instead of, for example, saying something like a little bit, like, oh, I'm a little bit tired today, you could say, to some extent, mm. I am tired to some extent. Or this book was pretty good to some extent. Any examples, Alex? I'm so professional. Right? Um, no, I, th I think you gave some examples there. Um, I gave some examples to some extent. I, I agree with your points to some extent. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try to incorporate these like we're doing with the word of the day in our, um, you know, the rest of our conversation for the for this episode. So... I hope that uh, you continue to listen to some extent and that we deliver to some extent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, real quick, we're going to do a question of the day for these Thursday episodes. Um, so it's going to be kind of just something that we're going to do where it's going to be like a two minute timer and we just have to kind of yell out things. Um, we might get 
it might become a little enig enigmatical. So I do apologize if there's any silence in between. But for today, we're going to do awesome 80s movies. Woo! Yay. So I'm going to start the timer right now for the two minutes. And then I'll tell you when. And we'll just belt them out. Awesome 80s movies. Go. Breakfast Club. 16 Candles. Some Kind of Wonderful. <laughs> I love some kind of wonderful um, alien. Uh, the Burbs. Oh, the Burbs. I never saw that. What? Um, yeah, I never saw it. The block. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Aliens. <laughs> okay. I don't know any more. Predator. Movies. <laughs> Predator. Um, oh, Green my God. And, and Terminator. Terminator. Um, um, was that 80s or was that early 90s? It definitely was like 89. The first one. I don't know. We'll, we'll look into that. Later. We got to fact check just later. The I'm term, <laughs> the term, the nader. Um, oh my God. I, I love 80s movies. Why can I think? Working Girl. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> um, oh, oh ba God. wait, Baby Boom. Is that, is that yes, 80s? Baby Boom. That's awesome. I love that movie to some extent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why can't I think? Why is this so difficult? I love 80s movies. I don't think I know any. What is the Goonies? Blanks. Yes, oh, Goonies. Yeah. Oh, and um, never say die. Stand by me. Stand that by 80s? me. I, yes, I do believe so. Karate Kid. The Shining, or was that 70s? I think that was Ooh, 70s. That might have been 70s. I'm not sure. It might have been early 80s. Um, Poltergeist. I think that was 80s. Yeah, that was definitely 80s. Um, the Brave Little Toaster was 90s. Oh, <laughs> what? That came <laughs> Oh, the movie's terrifying. Um, that movie? Gully, is that 90s too? Why am I yeah, that was, trying to think of cartoons? That was definitely 90s. Um, what 80s Disney was there? Why can't I think? Probably wasn't very good in the 80s. It started getting good in the 90s Disney movies, I think. Yeah, because that's when we started watching them. <laughs> All right, we have three seconds left. Forget it. We failed, both of us. <laughs> I also just hit my head on the microphone, guys. Sorry about that. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so difficult. Um, all right. Well, I thought that was going to be easier, but I guess not. I don't know. I just questioned my whole existence. I was like, have I ever seen a 90s movie? I mean, an 80s movie in my life. <laughs> Wait, so we, we need to look up the Terminator really quick and see when it came out. All right. Yeah, let's let's find that out. The original um, Terminator came out 1984. Nice. See, oh, I was wow. going to say Terminator okay. 2 Judgment Day also, but that would have been 91. I would have been wrong. So that's the one I was thinking of. The one where he's good, right? Yes. And yeah. I was literally going to scream out to at one point and be like any Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like Predator, Terminator. Um, Actually, was Back to the Future in the 80s? Because I just thought of that. Girl, it doesn't count I anymore. Really but I think it is. Absolutely. And we really messed up because that's like <laughs> the cult favorite of the 80s. I know. Sorry, guys. We didn't deliver with a nerd on that one. Um, <laughs> we'll do better. We promise we'll, we'll try. Better. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's scary under pressure. Is it precious? Um, you know, people were definitely listening, being like, why are you saying this one? Yeah. Um, yeah. Send sorry. us if you do... <laughs> have an amazing 80s movie that we missed which we most likely did send it to us uh and yeah, since it was an entire decade we 100 did just prove how to out of touch we really were with that category yeah. also how alex was like i don't think that disney was good in the 80s is definitely also not a fact um name one 80s disney movie right now 
I'm looking them up. I don't know. No, you can't look it up. I just think it proved my point. If we can't even think of one, it's because they weren't good. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Big. Big's Uh a good movie. The Fox and the Hound, meh. (laughs) Oh, I like The Fox and the Hound, but it made me cry. Well, apparently you blocked it out, and that's why. I I never in a million years would have guessed that was in the 80s. I would have been like, yeah, that probably came out in 97. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that Robin Hood movie, too. Oh, maybe The Sword in the Stone was 80s? Maybe. To and fro. I never never saw that. All right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in addition to our little question of the day, we thought it would be nice for you guys to get to know us a little bit better. Um, So we're going to play 21 questions. We'll both answer the same 21 questions and hopefully you'll get to know us a little bit better and hopefully we will be able to (laughs) answer them. (laughs) Yes. And um, for now, the answers might be a little enigmatical also who we are who we be um <laughs> is a little enigmatical they don't know who, who we be, be. Okay. <laughs> well we hope, that's um, <laughs> we hope um we're gonna clear up uh some facts about us so you can get to know us a little better and clear up who, who we be um <laughs> uh, let's get started this will be in absolutely no particular order at all um so we might be all over the place but Let's uh, let's keep it a little relevant for the first question. Um, Alex, you start. What's your favorite meal or drink? Okay, so my favorite drink is coffee. <laughs> it's definitely coffee. Coffee for um, me as well. My favorite. Down. Yeah, I mean, is there anything better than the life source juice? That's how I think of it. Um, my favorite meal is probably spaghetti with probably veggies and some type of like lemon sauce or something along those lines, but probably any pasta. <laughs> I love that's funny. Uh, probably any pasta for me too, but probably penny vodka is my fave. Okay. That makes sense. I would have guessed. It's a toss up between that and pizza, but <laughs> mm. you know, who doesn't love pizza? I know. I think Rob's but, favorite is pizza or burgers. <laughs> Doug probably hates pizza because of how much I get it. So um, <laughs> what's your favorite breakfast food? Um, an omelet. I I love my I love me some omelets on the weekends. Yeah, mine's all breakfast foods. Um, I can eat <laughs> breakfast foods for dinner. I love breakfast. Um, they're just the best options. But if I had to just choose one, probably pancakes. I do love a pancake. Yeah, pancakes are good. I'll also, sale. breakfast for dinner is probably like the best dinner ever. Right. Right. Like, do um, you agree with that? Everyone has to agree. And if you don't, don't tell us. We don't want to know. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) All right. So what book has changed your life the most? Or who is your favorite author or your favorite book? Okay. Book that changed my life the most is definitely going to be C.S. Lewis's uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Because that was the first book as a kid that made me fall in love with reading. Um, I still love it. You know, I, I I know it's like for kids, but it's such a good one. Um, and it, it changed my life completely because I seek, I really want to have like a wardrobe (laughs) and have a secret door, which leads to a library. This is my dream. So (laughs) (laughs) definitely changed my life. Favorite author, um, is a toss up. I love Toni Morrison, but I'm going to have to go Jane Austen. Mm. Love her. Um, so it's really not a toss up, I guess. And my favorite book of all time is my comfort book. It's um, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Love it. She's my okay. favorite character too. I love Elizabeth Bennet. Elizabeth Bennet, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so book that changed my life the most. I was really torn <laughs> with this one. I, I think I'm going to go with The Wind in the Willows. It was a book Ooh. that I read when I was really young. Um, and that's kind of what first introduced me to like really reading. Um, and then I was kind of tossed up between that and Anne of Green Gables. Cause I also remember like rereading that multiple times, even as a kid, cause I loved it so much. Um, oh, I love Anne. It's great. Yeah. That show on Netflix was really good too. I know. And they canceled it and I was so I sad. <laughs> I was like, I this is the best. It was um, good. It was the best Anne of Green Gables adaptation that they ever made. Cause usually, I, know. I don't know. Fun anyway. fact too. Somebody actually said to me, they were like, um, oh, I watched it with my kids. And this is before I had the baby. Mm-hmm. And they were like, why did you watch it? And I was like, leave me alone. I like it. <laughs> I, I watched Disney too. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Live. Um, Who's your favorite right, so author? Favorite author. Um, I do love Jane Austen as well, but I really like um, Janet Fitch's writing. Um, and I just, my girl, JK Rowling, can't not mention yeah, her you know. obviously um and then we're, fav- we're potters we're yeah potter heads for sure um and favorite book i just don't know <laughs> i just don't know pride <laughs> and prejudice is up there but yeah. i i mean i always go through i feel like i have like a favorite book for each season of my life and like currently i'm kind of hung up on court of mist and fury i would say is a favorite um but like probably all time is definitely Pride and Prejudice or Sense and Sensibility, just classics that like are just never going to get old. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right. We could have a whole episode on Jane Austen. She's just, she's like, you know, I don't know, an idol (laughs) for me. She's just like a classic. They, you know, the books never get old. I mean, they do get old, but they don't get old. (laughs) Classics never die. Goonies never die. That was very enigmatical of you. Yes, it was. Um, all right. <laughs> On that so, note, what would you say is your spirit animal? So how about this? You guess what my spirit animal is, and I'll see if I can guess what yours is for this one. Okay. Do they have to be real animals or mythical animals? Real animals, Alex. Okay. Because I would have guessed that yours is a unicorn. For You guys can't If see mine her. was mythical, yes. And <laughs> yours would be a shirt dragon. Her shirt says, I'm a unicorn. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um. Mine would what be you, dragon. Yes, it would. I know. Uh, what? What? Um. What's? What do you think my real animal, spirit animal, is? Um. Hmm. Maybe like a chimpanzee. No. <laughs> no. Okay. This is someone who knows me, by the way, my whole life. Okay. Well, they're they're very intelligent, but they're also very outgoing, and they're so- really. <laughs> I am your chimpanzee. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> well, I didn't know, but now I just was zero years old and I found out that I'm someone's chimpanzee. <laughs> well, that was incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Um, I would guess that yours is a llama just because you love okay. llamas. I do love I mean, llamas, but I don't think you know, that they're least, my spirit animal. Or a jellyfish. <laughs> oh my God, I love jellyfish too. I don't love jellyfish because of their personalities, though, because they don't have one. <laughs> but they're just pretty. You know? Have you spoke to one? No, but I've seen them. No, that doesn't mean you spoke to them and had a conversation. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, All right. okay. <laughs> well, I, I my spirit animal is not a chimpanzee. I do respect them. 
<laughs> I have respect for the chimpanzees. I have respect for the chimpanzee community. Um, they are very intelligent. <laughs> but my spirit animal is a tiger for sure. Okay. I love them. And um, they're just beautiful animals. They're so exotic looking. And um, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, rawr. You know, even my yoga mat has a tiger on it. So, yeah. Um, my spirit animal was actually at just a house cat. And it's because I think, I think I'm, I'm pretty confident that I have the so domestic of you. Well, I'm pretty confident that I have the personality of a domestic house cat. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a little prickly at times, but I can also be very cuddly if I feel like it. And <laughs> sometimes I could be kind of snobby and like, no, don't be near me. And then be like, you're not giving me attention. And so, I like to sleep and read and just, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm on a cat level. So we're both cats, but you're the domestic cat that cuddles on your legs. And mine is the wild cat that literally will rip your face off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, now you know, listeners. All right. <laughs> Alex, would you say that you're more of an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an introvert. I'm definitely an extrovert, yeah. Um, which is cool because op- opposites attract when it comes to that, <laughs> to friendships. Yeah. But um, are you more, this one is even more so, are you a morning person or a night person? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I'm more of a night person, but I think I told you the other day, I'm more of just like a perpetually exhausted pigeon. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I, I'm not really, I'm definitely not a morning person. I'm very mean in the morning. But also yes. I I get very tired at night and there's like a three hour window in the afternoon when I'm my most productive. Me and Alex used to do yoga in the morning. We used to get up at like seven, maybe six o'clock and like before she went to work and everything. And sometimes she wouldn't even speak to me. She would just like turn on the Zoom and be like, let's do this. I'd be like, oh, OK, my- <laughs> don't laugh, don't speak. My husband wakes up so chipper and he'll be like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, I just please. Just don't talk to me for a couple hours. <laughs> and he's always like, all right. Yep. It's about right. He'll be like, here, I brought you a bagel and coffee. <laughs> like, give it to don't me and nice run away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I guess I would have to say um, I'm more of a night person because I'm like an insomniac. I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Something small will wake me up. Anything will wake me up. And then I can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'm more active, though, in the morning. So I don't know, because in the morning I'll wake up and I'll just start baking. So I don't know, yeah. but I'm definitely more <laughs> of a night person because that's, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I have to have my coffee. Um, so otherwise I, I will not do any of those things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So do you prefer technology or nature? So if you would ask me this question back in the day, like 10 years ago, even I would have said more technology, but now definitely more nature. Um, I found myself looking at things I never used to. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but even like today, I was looking up at the top of a tree and I was like, oh, they're turning red, the leaves. Look at that. Like, I would have never noticed that 10 years ago. Wait, are so the leaves, definitely nature. Are the leaves changing colors by you already? Yes, on the top of the tree. It was all red. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's amazing. Look at that. Beginning um, of August. That's crazy. I know. But it is beginning of pumpkin season, so I could see why. Everyone's ready to rush into pumpkin season. Not you, though. I do see Halloween stuff everywhere. And I'm like, it's August. 
Um, for tech or technology, I would love to say it's nature. Um, I do like being nature. I like to go on hikes and things like that. But if I had to just choose one for the rest of my life, I would choose technology. Um, I read primarily on my Kindle, so I need it. I like to have technology in nature. That would be fine with me. But I yeah. also don't like the heat and like the humidity and stuff. So for the summer, I'm an indoors person. So an indoors techie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um I really want to sing that song from uh <laughs> um what's the movie? I can't oh my god. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I want technology. <laughs> Not as much as you you see. But I still <laughs> love technology. <laughs> Always and forever. <laughs> Love anyone who didn't, yeah, anyone who didn't see that movie needs to just go right now and watch it. Press pause <laughs> and go go watch it right now. Oh man. <laughs> um, so this question I really love. Uh, if you could clone yourself, how many would you clone and what roles would they play for you? Oh my god, yes. Okay. I definitely 100 percent would. I would have one to go to work for me. I would have one to clean the house and cook and do all of the stuff that I hate. Um, and then I would have one to go to social events that I don't really want to go to, you know, like you get invited somewhere and it's like, you have to go, but you'd really rather not. I would have one for that. I mean, that sounds like you're sucking the fun out of yourself. Like, I don't want to no. go to your parties. No, there's certain social events I love going to. And then there's ones that I'm obligated to go to that I would like rather be at home, not being there or talking to people. So. Yeah, I think that would be a good use of a clone. I'm sure there's people out there that agree with me. Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. If you agree with me, let me know. Because I feel like you've never had to go to like an obligation social event, like a wedding for somebody that like you work with or something. And you're just like in heels and a dress and you just like want to die because you don't know anyone. No, I mean, Is this just me? that's how you, I'm an extrovert. So I, I can't relate with that because I feel like I can get to know people and I can network. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can mingle oh, thanks. Um, at those type of events, but I would definitely have clones for sure. hundred percent. Um, they would a hundred percent clean for me. Oh yeah. I hate cleaning. Um, but I would still cook and bake cause I just, you know, it's my hobbies and I like it. Um, and then I would, I would probably have one, um, uh, nothing having to do with for the kids or any like for my kid or anything like that. Cause I want to be involved in his life. Um, but maybe to drive me around. <laughs> I think that defeats the purpose. Because <laughs> then people will be like, hey, who's driving that car? And why is it also sitting in the back of person? You know, I don't know. That might be weird. So I probably would not actually do that. You don't like to drive? I love to drive. <laughs> I do. But sometimes you just want to kick back in the back. You know what I mean? Just read, listen to some tunes. I don't know. Oh, um, no. That's I, like a chauffeur. I hate, I, guess. I hate being a passenger. It makes me anxious. Rob no, says I do I'm get anxious. A, Rob lately. says I'm a backseat driver. Yeah. Um, backseat drivers aren't fun. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I love how our clones are basically just like our slaves. They're like us as slaves. <laughs> clean like, my house. You clean <laughs> and then go back in your cupboard. <laughs> like in the movie Multiplicity. Oh, I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> he touched my, she touched my peppy, Steve. Um. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I <laughs> love that movie. But yeah. 
Um, I would do the any roles I don't want to do, you know, work for me, um, clean for me. Again, returning to uh, to them just being our servants. But um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe go to the uh, get the, your nails done for me. But that doesn't apply because then their nails will be done and not mine. Um, <laughs> but I do hate sitting there. I don't know. I don't. I do my own nails. I don't. I don't like the forced social interaction of getting my nails. Done. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> um all right <laughs> I tolerate it for my hair because I can't do that myself <laughs> all right um your favorite season this is easy I love the fall <clears throat> I love when the leaves change I love pumpkin lattes I love pumpkin flavors <laughs> pumpkin spice anything having to do with fall Halloween like getting dressed up for uh, costumes and stuff like that um I just love fall period okay about you I have an unpopular opinion. Uh, my favorite season is winter. Um, and I really? Just, yeah, I I love the cold weather. I love like bundling up and I love when there's like a snow day and you can just like sit inside and watch it snow and like read a book and drink some coffee and then like use it as... <laughs> I'm, I'm making myself sound really antisocial, but to use it as an excuse to not go anywhere. There's snow, I can't go out. <laughs> yeah. But be... <laughs> But like before Zoom and like every, like before workplaces and schools and stuff had the option to work remotely, it would be like, I can't come into work because it's snowing out, you know. Um, now we can't really do that as much, but I still really enjoy it. And it's also fun to go out and kind of play in. I think it's really cute to watch the dogs run around in the snow. They go crazy for it. Um, and I just, and it has the holidays and stuff. And I just, I don't know. I like it. I like the decorations. As you I do love winter holidays. They're my favorite. Yeah. Um, I do like snow. It's very pretty. You know, it snowed at my wedding on my wedding yeah. day. Um, I remember. So like, yeah, I do. I do like snow. I think it's it's very pretty to look at. I don't like driving in it. I think mm -hmm. it's dangerous on the road. I don't like when there's ice on the road. And if I could move to a tropical location all the time, I would. So I would probably <laughs> okay. not agree. <laughs> yeah. Every time um, anybody has, anytime anyone has ever asked me that question and I give them that answer, they think I'm crazy, but I'm sorry. Not crazy. Somebody's got to like it. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty. No flakes are gorgeous. It's you. <laughs> we found her. I also just really like the cold weather. Like even in the summer, we have our AC on 66 degrees. Like oh, my, I hate the yeah. heat. <laughs> I like to be freezing all the time. Yeah. Um, but I do love to bundle up with like hoodies and stuff. But again, I could do that in the fall. You know what I mean? The boots in the fall, boots with the fur. Um, you know, I don't know. My allergies get really bad in the fall. And really? I mean, it's it's pretty. I mean, there's something to like about all the seasons. I'm not like, oh, only winter and everything else sucks. But <laughs> I hate spring and summer. <laughs> but yeah, in the spring and fall, my allergies try to just murder me. And um, I personally am not a fan of pumpkin flavor i know i know I you don't i think it's gross i don't um, understand it but i do know that you don't like pumpkin <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't understand how i love like pumpkin lattes i can't be more excited it's august right now and i cannot be more excited that they roll them out early so that's all okay <laughs> all right so <laughs> let's move on <laughs> What do you think of the phrase, you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with? This is a thinker. So I agree with it. 
Um, I think that the more time you spend with someone, the more that you adapt to that person's, you know, personality and vibes. Mm. Um, and I think that that sums me up perfectly. I mean, the five people that I spend the most time with, um, would have to be like, you know, Doug, my husband. Um, I definitely take on his traits when I'm with him a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he takes on mine for sure. Definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely the baby who just takes on both of ours because he's in the learning process. <laughs> um, and then I guess you're in there too, my mom. Um, mm-hmm. And then that just sums up my sad little life. <laughs> oh, I don't know who the fifth person is. Uh, maybe it's the chimpanzee I hang out with on occasions. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely your spirit chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? Um, Well, I really like this phrase because, first of all, I do think that who you choose to surround yourself with says a lot about who you are as a person. Um, So, I mean, the the five people that I spend the most time with were, I guess, well, definitely my husband, Rob, um, you, both of my parents, and then I guess my friend, Jen, because I also work with her. And um, I don't know. I think that all of those people add something. They bring something out of me when I'm with them. Um, So like different aspects of my personality. Um, Sometimes like when I hang out with just you, I'm a little bit more outgoing because I can feed off of your energy. Or if we are in a social setting, you can kind of do a lot of the the talking and stuff and I can kind of just like laugh along um, I'm getting a lot of credit here but I feel like when you're drinking <laughs> oh well when alcohol's that involved helps. it's a completely different situation <laughs> there's dancing involved um <laughs> there's always dancing always <laughs> um but yeah and then you know my my parents I spend a lot of time with my friend Jen um and obviously my husband so I think that when I spend time with all of those people, they just bring out different aspects of my personality and it helps to define who I am as a person. So. Oh, I agree with that. I love the way you said that too. That's awesome. But um, let me ask you, what habit do you take to um, take care of your mental health? What's like one specific Um, habit you would recommend for people to do that? Well, for me, it it is reading. Um, When I am feeling especially overwhelmed with life or with anything, I just love getting lost in a book. I can be kind of an escapist. So if I am like going through a rough time or something like that, I really like to just delve into a book or dive into a book. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Dive into a book and just kind of like go to a different place um usually some type of fantasy world because it's just so different and i think that helps a lot um and also just in general making time for yourself is important too yeah because the real world sucks so if you jump into a fantasy world it's much better (laughs) yeah (laughs) well sometimes sometimes they're pretty brutal but they're still fun (laughs) oh yeah well i mean if you're jumping into a battle scene or something with dragons like shooting fire at you that sucks (laughs) you don't you don't want to be there um no, but I, I agree. I do love reading as well. Um, I would have to say too, I I love um, meditation. So like mm-hmm. if I feel a little overwhelmed or if I feel um, like high anxiety, um, I could put on um, a meditation app. I like uh, the app, not sponsored, Calm. 
Um, it's really good. I'll put on my headphones and just sit there for 10 minutes, you know, uh, listening to the meditation app and it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, yes, like reading at the end of the day, as soon as my kids sleep, yeah. um, I pull out a book and I get lost in it for hours. And I love that. Yeah, for sure. Yoga helps too. Um, I feel like on the days that I do do yoga, um, I just feel like happier and more calm <laughs> Yeah. than I do on days I don't do it. So. And a little more energetic too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. More productive. Um, all right. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. No. Also, I just wanted to point out that before you said doo-doo. I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> did you. I, did I really say doo-doo? <laughs> you said I do when I do do yoga. Um <laughs> uh doo-doo yoga is not some special kind of yoga, just so everybody knows. Um yeah, don't even please don't Google that because God only knows. <laughs> Ew. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, so for our next question, how far have you advanced in school? So I have um both a bachelor's and a master's degree in literature um and writing. Um, so I guess you could say that I take reading kind of serious. Um <laughs> I do want to in the future um maybe get a PhD uh old also in the same field. Um, so that's something that I might have my sights on in my agenda, but for now, um, masters. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. How about you? Um, I also have my masters. So I have, um, two bachelor's degrees in, uh, psychology and criminal justice. And my master's was in forensic psychology. Nice. Yeah, nice. So she is <laughs> analyzing you guys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm definitely not. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite quote or your most overused phrase that you say all the time? Oh man, my favorite quote. I don't really know it off the top of my head. I would have to, it's definitely, it's a quote from the alchemist. Um, I was going to try to look it up real quick, but I'm actually just not going to bother, but it's a quote from the alchemist. I know. (laughs) Um, most overused phrase is probably like, it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, well, it is what it is. I'm, I'm done with this now. Um, or or your mom, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> your mom, or, anything. Or that's what she said. Oh, that's um, what she said for sure. Yeah. But honestly, I think I say it is what it is. Either that or like, this is ridiculous. It's <laughs> just <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> Erroneous. <laughs> um, mine is very difficult for me to pin down just because well it's I funny because like we do have favorite quotes but quotes. to just like uh, save them quotes off the top of our heads without literally um, all like day long. messing them up all day long, i don't know like for me at least i'm like i know i'll get it wrong and then people are gonna be like, um, you in the podcast. Right. <laughs> no, uh, so it's my <laughs> quote just like uh, just to give you a little example of the movies that i quote um pride bridesmaids on a daily basis and just friends on a daily basis always just all the time. I don't know. Like <clears throat> you drink water and you're like, ah, I'm stuffed. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Okay. Like, I'm dropping real bad right now. And I could just keep my snow globe collection, you know, like just stupid things that I'll just <laughs> shout out to Doug and me and him will just have a whole conversation and movie quotes. And... All right. Whatever. Uh, well, speaking of which, <laughs> what's your all time favorite movie? Okay. Well, I have comfort movies. Um, my favorite all-time movie, it has to be uh, The Sound of the Music. I love it. I can go to sleep watching it. I will <laughs> sing every part. I will say every word. 
It's a great movie. I just love it since I'm a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing soundtrack. It does have an amazing soundtrack. I love uh, Julie. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah. Julie Andrews, we love you. We love um, you. <laughs> my all-time favorite movie is Goodwill Hunting. Um, I don't know. I just love that movie. I love everything about it. <laughs> I can't help it. How about it. them apples? How about them apples? Um, I actually watched it recently for the first time in a while. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, it's always good. Um, wait, what movie is that that they quote it? And um, he's like, yeah, so, you know, like uh, my best friend's Ben Affleck. And it's like, that sounds a lot like Goodwill Hunting, the plot from Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So I just solved math equations. <laughs> Was it from I The Office? It, it might be from The Office. I don't think it's The Office. I think it might be Step Brothers or something along those lines. Oh. I'm not sure. Okay. But it's definitely one of those. Okay. Um, all right. So what's something someone might be surprised to learn about you? You take this one. Take it first. Oh, okay. I'll do the dishes for a minute. I got to think. <laughs> okay. Um, I think people who don't really know me well might be surprised that I'm maybe not as much recently as I've gotten older, but I was a bit of like an adrenaline junkie. Um, and I really loved, um, only because I feel like it doesn't really match my personality that much, but I do love like roller coasters. I've gone skydiving a couple times. I did Ooh. like a, a bungee jump thing and I just love that stuff. Um, I did like, I rappelled into a, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I, I love stuff like that. And I just think that it's something that might surprise some people because it, it usually requires being like out and about doing things. And I'm more like never leaving the house. Well, fun fact, I went skydiving with Alex. It was awesome. So yeah, if you're thinking amazing. about it, do it. You definitely should. The free fall is the best part. Even if you think you're scared, it's worth it. So much fun. I don't know if I would do it so much now that I'm a mom. I, I feel like maybe I would I wouldn't do it again. Um hmm. just because I don't know, you think differently, but um, but it was it was definitely I might like coolest things I've ever done um, my, my dad went with us when we went yeah yeah Uncle Ernie's the man what's up Uncle Ernie hey <laughs> you better be listening <laughs> uh, something someone I'm not going to dive deep into this because I don't want to but something someone might be surprised to learn about me is that I am very into conspiracy theories um, I I think Accurate. they're fascinating yeah, I think they're so fascinating. Sometimes I get like lost in them, reading about them. Um, some of them are so left field and ridiculous, but some of them, like we're not going to get into it, but rock people. Um, I just <laughs> I just think it's so awesome to think about our history not being told to us the correct way. And um, I think some of them might hold some water, but again, Ziploc. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say that. Let's Ziploc that for another day. Being friends with Jess means that at 2 a.m. you might receive 10 TikToks in a row that are just about a fast, fast. Britney Spears. Yeah. Just all different, like uh, very different <laughs> conspiracy theories. And I'm like, what are you seeing on TikTok? Because these things never come Listen, up on 3 my is 3 a.m. is when I conspiracy theory thrive. Okay. <laughs> this is why I can't sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> That's that'll do it. All right. That's all um, I will say. <laughs> what's the last TV show that you binged and loved? Okay, so um, I don't think I could say Silo because I didn't binge it. I had to wait for the next episodes to come out, but I did love that. And that's on Apple TV, not sponsored. Mm -hmm. 
But the last TV show that I binged and loved, you got me into. And that was only Murders in the Building. Yeah. Love that show. That's on Hulu. Again, not sponsored. Um, and <laughs> and you know, it was for the same reasons that you loved it. We we seen um, people from our childhood in it. You know, um, Steve Martin and, and Martin Short. Yeah. Um, and we love them. And what's up to our girl, Selena? Selena. Yeah, Selena. Um, <laughs> uh, Rare Beauty's awesome, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> I, I just love that show. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's a really good one. Yeah. It and is actually, good. they do a podcast on it. Ha-ha. They do. <laughs> what What about for you? <laughs> um. So I haven't. The last show I actually binge watched was I did a rewatch of Breaking Bad. Um, but before that, I'm trying to remember what it was and I can't really remember. Um, so I'm just going to go with Breaking Bad. It might've been like the White okay. Lotus or what was the one with the hotel with the, the crazy <laughs> plot lines? <laughs> yeah. That crazy theme song. Yeah, I did. Lotus. I did binge watch that recently. Um, so that might've been right before Breaking Bad, but I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And, um, What's the one too that oh, I loved on Apple TV? Tom. Um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Not even Tom. Uh, I don't even know what Tom. Um, Ted, <laughs> no idea. Uh, yeah. Ted Lasso. Awesome show. Really yeah, loved that. I have to watch that. And Silo. Oh, so good. I, so I'm good. really behind on my. Uh, really slacking on, on the show. show watch. I know. There's like so many on my list now that I'm overwhelmed by it. And I'm like, I think I just have to scrap the whole list and start a new one. <laughs> You're so overwhelmed by the list. You're like, let me just read a book. Instead. Yeah, yeah <laughs> basically. <laughs> I literally, the other day, I was like, I should start watching Ted Lasso. I was like, I can't start watching Ted Lasso because then I'm only going to watch Ted Lasso and then I'm going to be behind on my books and then I'm going to be upset <laughs> and then I'm going to be anxious. Um, and then I just went in like a spiral. <laughs> so yeah, Well, we can't have that. So, um, All right. So what is on your nightstand? Okay. Interesting um, question. Yes. I love this question. So I have a whole bookshelf on my nightstands. <laughs> um, I have books on there. Um, some are like, you know, fun fact books, like the word of the day and stuff like that, that I'll pull out at the end of the night and um, I'll go over with my husband. We'll do a word of the day. Um, always my phone, uh, always my laptop and my um, my tablet and stuff. Just, you know, never know. You got to play some games. <laughs> um, and then I have a lamp with an Edison um light bulb i love my mm. my industrial little lamp nice and i have pictures of my kid and my wedding Aww. oh and a picture of us actually Aww. um when we yeah when we went to rome in front of the coliseum coliseum oh is that the um, picture that's on your zoom yes i, I love, love that, that picture. picture yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got my peoples yeah <laughs> what do you got um so i have my kindle and i have my sleeping headphones. So I need to listen usually to music or sometimes I'll fall asleep to an audiobook and then just re-listen to it the next day. Um, and they're my sleep headphones because it's like a headband that you wear. It's like really comfortable. They don't go in your, it's really great, by the way. I highly recommend them. Um, I have my alarm clock. I have chapstick and eye drops. I have the remote control for my fan. Um, always a water and a seltzer. And... <laughs> the remotes for the TV. And I think that might be it. Maybe like a hair tie or two. Sometimes my iPad is there um, and my phone. Yeah. I have those things in the side of a drawer. So I didn't put them as on 
But one thing I definitely forgot was water. I mean, there's probably always like three waters on there. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. I didn't even go into the drawers because it's uh, just a free for all in the drawers. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I forget what's in there. Sometimes I'll just throw things in there. And then for three months, I'll be like, where is that thing? And I won't check the drawers because why would I? And then I have I'll two randomly more drawers find of books. <laughs> two more drawers of books. Um, I don't even know what books are in there, but if they go in there, they live there. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is actually an interesting question for our listeners too. Are you more of a Kindle, uh, a Kindle reader or a physical book reader? Cause I think that just showed the big difference between me and Jess too. Is definitely. like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, de- I do I'm have, definitely a Kindle person. I do have my headphones on there usually, but otherwise I, I nine out of 10 times, I'll forget them in the kitchen. <laughs> They'll be okay. out there. Um, but they should be on my nightstands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so if you were a dog, who might you pee on? <laughs> a fun question. Um, all of you. No. Um, <laughs> my enemies. Um, <laughs> the leg so of I, every enemy who's ever crossed me. <laughs> enemy legs. Uh, behind enemy legs. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd have to really think about that. Oh my God. Um, I mean, I don't want to give anybody the satisfaction to mention their names, um, but you, I'd pee on you. <laughs> I don't um, know who comes to mind for you. I don't know. To be honest, I'm not really sure whose leg I would pee on. Um, maybe just whoever really like pissed me off that day. Like if somebody's just really annoying me at work or something, I might just be like, mm. You get a pee and you get a pee and you, you get a pee. You all get a pee. Um, I don't even, I don't really know if there's anybody specific that I would, I would pee on outside of maybe some, uh, those who shall not be named. Uh, yes. I have some thoughts too, but I don't really want to get into those categories. Like I would probably pee on R. Kelly just because he was peeing on people and uh, that wasn't cool. um, just to get back at him, you know, be like, you deserve this. He'd probably um, like it. No, I'm just kidding. Ew, ew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but then again, he's in jail. So they'd be like, how'd this dog get in here? You know, I hope um, he's in jail just getting peed on every day, honestly. Yes. But. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is what what we hope for you okay r kelly <laughs> um i hope when we're finding r kelly isn't that the name of his doc his documentary um maybe not uh, i don't there know there was surviving r kelly oh yeah that's right i hope he's surviving with uh with p enigmatically every day that didn't go but it doesn't make whatever. any sense <laughs> none of it makes sense <laughs> oh man <laughs> All right. So now for the real, the real question that that everyone needs to know, if you were in the world of Harry Potter, would you add your name into the Goblet of Fire? I would not (laughs) call me unadventurous, but um, I don't want to go underwater for like 30 minutes with random, you know, beings under there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. None of that seemed appealing to me. So I'm going to have to say no. It was fun to read when it was someone else. Um, but that last maze thing kind of killed people. So I don't want to be part of that. I'm going to um, say no. I did not put my name in the in the Goblet of Fire. Mary, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yes. 
No. Um, <laughs> I just want to say the maze did not kill anyone. Okay. It was infiltrated. And that is what killed the character. I don't know. I mean, this, these books came out so long ago. I don't know. Someone died. It, you know what I mean? It, it did not go well. <laughs> well, I think I, I think I would do it. I liked that there were a lot of like puzzles and little things involved so that they had to get clues to figure out what their challenge was going to be. And then they had to figure out how to beat the challenge. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, I think so you, I think you I would thought do it, would it. Be fun to jump into the enigmatics of it. It was enigmatical, the puzzles. Yeah. I, I enjoy puzzles. <laughs> I liked it. I do enjoy puzzles to some extent. <laughs> <laughs> How would you pronounce the word G-I-F? Okay. It is obviously GIF. <laughs> Erroneous. It's GIF. GIF, and everybody knows it like the peanut butter girl. I don't think it's GIF. I think it's GIF. Rob, what no, do you think? Like- he no, said it's, it's gif. He said it's not a fucking peanut butter. It's gif. Okay, if it was a T at the end, it would be gif, right? Um, so I can give you that, but I, I don't know. I just think it's a gif. It's jiffy. If we're going by the laws of language, you just proved my point. So when you see the word a word that starts with G I F, whether it's gift or something else, um, you pronounce it gift. You don't go gift. Well, oh, I'll tell I got you, you a birthday gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why it's not because English, it has a lot of exceptions and it doesn't have any set rules. And sometimes you could say the word read and sometimes you could say the word read and it'll be spelled the same. So n- disagree. Yeah, agree to disagree there. Okay. But this is a made up word for little movie images on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> so... whatever agree to disagree Uh, again with the agree to disagree uh tuesdays or thursdays okay this is an old argument that we've had and i think that tuesdays are better than thursdays personally i first of all i think the word tuesday sounds a lot nicer than thursdays and it's just a relief to make it to tuesday and be done with monday okay tuesday sucks because it's still in the beginning of the week okay um, yes, it's great because it's like, all right, Monday's done, but now you still have a bunch of other days. Thursday is the day before Friday, which makes it best because it's like, yay, the weekend's almost here. Not to mention that when I was younger, Thursday nights were the best nights to go out. So I have to stick okay, with Thursday. Fine. Thursdays used to be a good day to go out, but I never really did because I usually had to work on Friday, which makes Thursday the most depressing day of the week because you're so close to the weekend, but not quite there yet. You still have a whole nother day of work before you get there. So in conflict, cousin conflict, <laughs> take her out, finish her, finish her. Um, <laughs> Come on. Thirsty Thursdays is better than what? Tuesday twos like <laughs> taco Tuesday. Give me a taco Tuesday over thirsty Thursday any day. Well, I'm a vegetarian, you know. I do like my tacos, but I like my veggie tacos. All so. right. I didn't say it needed to be a meat taco. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a taco. Anyway. Well, this is why we had to settle that debate by coming out with new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because both days to us matter. And that's that. <laughs> but fuck the rest of them and now Um, you know (laughs) all right um favorite song of all time this is the hardest question of all time i don't Um, i have no idea how to answer this question i love music in general as a whole 
um music is also another escape of mine i love music yeah um but i mean if i had to just you know belt one out there like that has the whole package probably queen bohemian rhapsody because that song rocks. Mm. I mean, it goes fast. It goes slow. It's got a little bit of everything, you know? Oh, I see. Yes. Plus there's words in it that don't make sense. I love that shit. <laughs> you know? It's got a mood. It's got a mood. Do you do the fandango? Um, <laughs> a good one. It is Plus, good. Plus, Freddie Mercury's the man. Like, he was so dramatic. I loved it. Yeah. Very theatrical. Um, yeah. Um, I really have no idea what my favorite song is. <laughs> I really... I guess... I'll go with my wedding song is One Day Less um, by Anson Sebra, which I actually discovered on TikTok. So thank you, TikTok, for that. Um, but either that or I also have to include my girly, Taylor Swift, um, All Too Well, the 10-minute version, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, Alex is like such a Swifty, by the way. <laughs> I am to a Swifty. all you Swifties out there, she's one of you. <laughs> Big Swifty. She's your kind. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I feel like I have a different song, like for, for each genre that I love. So it's really hard to choose just like one song, you know, I, I think know. you feel the same way. Oh, definitely. All right. Um, what's the creepiest, yeah, let's just jump into this one. <laughs> what's the creepiest thing you could say to someone you just met? Is your skin soft? <laughs> what, what do your toes look like? <laughs> Do your toes smell good? Can I smell your toes? Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy as shit. It's creepy. Oh, man. What if you just, you just met someone and you're just like, hey, actually, you were in my dream last night and the whole world, <laughs> the whole world was on fire. What? And <laughs> I don't know. See, that's like bridesmaids. That wouldn't be creepy as hell. Yeah, that's definitely creepy. That's like in Bridesmaids when the she's like, the plane's going down. I had a dream last night. You were there. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's creepy. Uh, I think anybody coming up to me saying anything, especially in this voice, is creepy as hell Um, that I don't know you. Like just yeah. coming up to us on the street and being like, hey, <laughs> right there alone. Get out of here. I'm running. I usually so. get creeped out just when people talk to me in general. If I don't know them, I'm like, who are you? Why are you saying things to me? Do I have to say them back? What's going on? I got my headphones on. I can't hear you. I'm not listening. No, no, no. No. That's from Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Um, did we already do comfort movies? We did. Um, I will mention another one, Pride and Prejudice. It's like, I think 2005 mm -hmm. with Kira Knightley. I play that movie probably the most out of any movies. I'll just sit there and like play it in the background. Love Actually, too, is another one for me. Okay. Um, pretty much anything British. <laughs> I don't know why. I um probably one of my comfort movies is, uh, damn it, uh, You've Got Mail. Oh, I love, love that movie. Love that movie. Yeah. Don't cry, shop girl. Don't cry. <laughs> I love it. All right. So now for our last, our last question, I think it's our 21st. Um, would you rather only listen to Cher or Patrick Swayze slash the Dirty Dancing soundtrack for the rest of time? <laughs> um, I love your answer to this. So you go first. <laughs> Cher singing the Dirty Dancing soundtrack is just I mean, ideal. That's gotta be Am I wrong? <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard 
record of my life. Um, <laughs> oh, sick. great. No, <laughs> the time of my life, you know. Um, I'll all to you. <laughs> like, I think we need to write share and be like, listen to me, you need to revamp the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. <laughs> oh, hungry. Um, definitely. But I mean, if we had to choose between one of the other, I do love share music. I do. But I don't know. There's something about that Dirty Dance Dancing soundtrack. Like, it's just so good. Why is it so good? No one puts baby in the corner. It's great. I don't know. I the guess I'd have to dancing, go with that. The Dirty Dancing soundtrack classic. is amazing. It's, it is a classic. So I, I think I mentioned this to you once, but like sometimes I'll just watch that movie to have it on in the background and listen to the soundtrack in it. Um, but I also- So that's a comfort movie too. Love so much of Cher. Yeah. I know. You know, I I, I do believe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good one. Oh, I love that question. It's so random. That's random. Also, what songs does Patrick Swayze have besides that one from Dirty Dancing? <laughs> does anybody know? Please tell me. No. I'm sure he has another one out there. Please, listeners, if you know of another Patrick Swayze uh, song out there, please um, put it in the comments of whatever our social needs. And we definitely have to know because we'll listen to it. We will listen to it on the next episode. <laughs> Yeah. If we can. <laughs> so we thought it would be fun if we took some reviews online and shared them with you guys. So we each picked one that we think is, you know, the best of the best <laughs> and one that we thought was the worst of the worst. So we're going to share them with you now. Let's start with the bad reviews first and get them out of the way. Um, All right. Alex, you want to give yours first? Yeah. So as I was looking at reviews, I saw this one and this is all that this review says. The person said, Ryle is definitely an Andrew Tate stan. And not only do I agree, but I thought this was a hilarious review of the novel. <laughs> well, my review doesn't even <laughs> compare people to people because mine literally just says not real people. Do we know what that means? We don't. We don't really understand what that means because uh, characters are characters in books and they're not real people. But maybe the person meant that the people aren't real, like relatable. I'm not really sure. But as far as that person's concerned, this book is filled with not real people. So that person wrote uh, a very enigmatical review. Yes, it was quite enigmatical, I must <laughs> say. Now to the good reviews. Again, Alex, you give yours first. Okay, so I saw a review and this was a pretty lengthy review. So I'm just going to read a little piece. Uh, they said, when was the last time a book just completely slayed me, cutting me so deep and evoking such strong emotions? I feel like my heart has been filled, then broken, filled, then broken. In the end, I'm stunned by what I read. That's so dramatic. <laughs> very, very beautifully written, but I just disagree. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little dramatic. I mean, um, mine is just a snippet. I, I didn't include the entire uh, review, but this was the most dramatic sentence that I read in the good reviews. And this one says, it was like a blanket wrapped around me. <laughs> and I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I personally would not wrap myself in a blanket um, of it ends with us. Um, but mm. that's just me. Didn't It wasn't really a very comforting novel. Um, no, it wasn't a blanket. Whatsoever, <laughs> a blanket is comfortable, you know, like snuggly. Yeah. This is not a snuggly novel. 
Okay, so now that we've heard what other people had to say, we decided we were going to give our two cents. So we wrote a couple of things that we would include as a back flap um, quote or, you know, some critical acclaim or, you know, unclaim. I don't know. I can't talk today. (laughs) Some critical acclaim for you. Um, But usually you'll grab a novel and on the back it'll have some kind of, you know, a sentence or something from other other authors or from um, from press or whatever. So we wanted to give what we thought. Um, So a couple we came up with would be Ryle won't make you smile, but Atlas can hang out for a while. (laughs) Signed, Jess and Alex. (laughs) In the end, it ends with us didn't get us riled up. Jess and Alex. (laughs) Colleen Hoover delivers with it ends with us. What she delivers, we don't know. We don't know. Jess and Alex. (laughs) So there you go. That's our back flap editions. Hope you enjoyed that. (laughs) All right. So now that we've gone through the reviews, we're also going to introduce now a segment called Rewrite the Novel. So for this segment, we'll tell you what we would have changed about the book that might have influenced our rating if anything. So Jess, do you want to start? Or Sure. Okay. Um, so you already know from uh, Tuesday's episode how we feel about the book. Um, but this is this is our edits. So in my opinion, I maybe wouldn't have made her get pregnant at all with Ryle's baby. Um, I wouldn't have her marry him at all. Um, and I would have probably had her go on a date with Atlas, um, having to choose between the two, kind of like a love triangle. Um, and then maybe her realizing in the end, like Ryle's not the guy for me and just, you know, connect with Atlas a little bit sooner. I don't want her to have any connection at all to Ryle in the second book or going forward. So I would have maybe eliminated Emmy. Sorry, Emmy. Um, <laughs> but I understand why uh, that she was included in there. So obviously um, I would have just taken out the domestic violence and made it kind of more of a romance book between um, Lily and Atlas. How about you, Alex? Okay. Um, so I would have kept the, the domestic violence, but I would have removed the, the romantic subplot between Lily and Atlas. Funny. We, we had like two opposite answers. Opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have taken out the Atlas stuff, the romantic subplot. I think it distracted from the point that the hooves was trying to make with the novel. Um, and it was just kind of, um, it just didn't feel like the same book at certain points. And I definitely would have had more interaction with Lily's mom. I would have liked to have gotten more of a backstory on her, just in general, more interaction between her and Lily, kind of coping with their respective traumas and navigating through their own relationship, having had similar experiences. And I would have made Ryle more likable in the beginning of the book because it would have surprised me more later on to see him kind of taking the shift if... I maybe liked him a little bit more from the start. I mean, from the review, some people really did like him. So I I guess they too yes. were blinded by the red flags. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was just, he was just cringy. He was just cringy in the beginning of the book. There was just like so many things that as a reader, I was like, this isn't romantic. This is creepy. This is weird. And like, if it was happening to me in real life, it would be super creepy. <laughs> Oh, so when you met Rob, if he was beating up a chair, you wouldn't be like, this is the man for me? No, no. I, <laughs> I honestly, I feel like even that if, if, if that were the case, like if he was beating up a chair, maybe 
I would be able to get past it once I get to know him a little bit. But if once I get to know him, all he's doing is taking pictures of me without my consent, hanging them up in his sister's house, uh, trying to beg to have sex with me. Like I just, <laughs> it was, it was just too much. It was too much piled on to the Riles a creep uh, train. Yeah. I like it. Same Z's. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we want to have some fun with this podcast. So we're going to incorporate some fun games. And in the future, we hope that our listeners will get involved too. Today, we're going to play Mad Libs. So we each selected a passage from It Ends With Us and we've removed some of the words. So we'll ask each other for words to fill in the blanks and then we'll read out the results. So let's see who's going to go first. Let's bring out the hooves. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you okay. a bunch of them. We're going to fill in the blanks here. So just give me whatever response comes to mind. You ready? I hope so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no pressure. Um, okay. So give me a celebrity. A celebrity. Ooh, yes. um, Josh Hartnett. Okay. I don't even know why. <laughs> He's like relevant like 15 years ago. <laughs> Fine, he's relevant. Um, what up, Josh? Uh, <laughs> give me a place. Um, Saint Lucia. <laughs> um, okay. Give me noun plural, like two, like nouns. Okay. Um, dogs. Um, body part. Earlobe. Body part. Adjective. Yes, that one. Hmm. Um. Sassy. And uh, another body part, but floral. Okay. Fingernails. <laughs> Color. Red. Okay. Nouns. Um, printers. Out of control. Um, body parts. Oh my God, why do you have so many body parts? I don't, this thing's littered uh, with body parts. I'm sorry in advance. Okay, kneecaps. All right, I need an action verb. Floral. Jumping. Floral. Another body part. <laughs> um, elbows. Or just, just elbow. Just sorry, one. just elbow. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Um. And then a verb that ends in I-N-G. Okay. Um, hopscotching. That's out of, con out of control. <laughs> All right. I love it. Um, body part. <laughs> oh my God. Um, toe. Another body part. What passage <laughs> are you reading? I'm like trying to figure out. <laughs> Where in the book they talk? You're not going to get it, man. There's so many body parts in this. All right, tongue. Okay. <laughs> A verb. Um. Talk. I don't know. Okay, another verb. Um. Leaped. Leapt. Leap. Just leap. leap. <laughs> Just one leap. Okay. Um, a place. Um, Walmart. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, a food. Um, spinach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, a verb plural. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let's so see. Passion. I know. I'm like, I'm starting to feel nervous now. Um, <laughs> stuffs. Body part. Oh my god. Um <laughs> okay, let's see knuckles. Okay. Um an article of clothing. Okay. A sock. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> um okay, a place. Um Georgia. Okay, and now another place. Um, how about or how about a room? A room, a room, a room and, yeah. Okay, uh, the garage. Okay, um, another oh, article okay. of clothing. Okay, um, tank top. Uh, an animal. Okay. Cat. Um, another article of clothing. Um, pants. Perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, a verb, plural. Um, suspends. Okay. <laughs> a costume. A costume. Mm -hmm. Um, you used very detailed words. I know. Um, I don't know. A witch. <laughs> uh, body parts. Plural. No. Oh, noses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. A measure of time. We're almost done. Uh, milliseconds. Okay. And an, an activity, a strenuous activity. Hmm. Bodybuilding. Okay. Um, a action verb plural. Um, throws and a shape, a shape. Okay. A diamond. Okay. Body part. Last one. Fingernail. Oh, did I already say fingernails? I definitely yes. did. Um, thigh gap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right, you go. All right. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. All right. So give me a name. A name? Mm -hmm. Um Ferdinand. Okay. Um a person. Not like yeah, a name, but person? yeah, not a oh. name, but like something to describe. Like a famous person? No, something to like describe a type of person. A douchebag? Sure. 
All right, a verb. Um, pluck. Pluck. (laughs) All right, uh, a verb ending in ing. Savoring. Okay. (laughs) Um, a place. Texas. Okay, and then I need three objects. A refrigerator. Um, an oven mitt. And a remote control. Okay. All right. And now I need another three objects. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, a stereo. A rocking horse. And another object um a bed okay um now i need an action what kind of action um like a past tense uh i don't know i don't want like a verb like an action no, verb no like something that you did recently like with ing like jogging yeah um like like if you visited a place or something like that like if you like went to the park something along those lines parked parking okay (laughs) um all right now i need a verb verb um smuggle (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, and then I need an event. Uh, the Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need another verb. Uh, Chuck. <laughs> makes no sense. Um, okay, an adjective. <laughs> um, cuddly. Okay. <laughs> Um, I need another verb. <laughs> um uh mimic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and another verb. Punch. Punch. <laughs> All right, now I need an adjective and a noun. Um snotty witch. <laughs> I borrowed you, witch. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's the theme of these Mad Libs today, witch. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so now I need a noun and a verb. A squirrel. And a verb. Lick. <laughs> um, okay. An adjective. Um, uh, snazzy. Snazzy. This is hard. Uh, <laughs> Harder than it looks. Um, okay, verb. Um Russell. <laughs> um okay. Another verb. 
marry. <laughs> um, a noun. Porcupine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, verb. <laughs> Hug. Hug. Yeah. All right, and then I need a verb ending in ing. Munching. <laughs> An object. Cherries. <laughs> All right, a verb ending in ing. Reading. Trying to keep it relevant. Okay. Um, a name. Um, Bartholomew. <laughs> Um, and now an object and a verb, a chair and mirroring. No, that's awful. Hold on. Um, eating, eating, it simple eating. <laughs> also relevant to the book, the chair yes. and the beating. Um, okay. That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> All right. So that's, uh, that was it for mine. Okay. You wanna... <laughs> Let's hear I'm yours. So scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. Here we go. We're going to read them out now. <laughs> okay. And it's going to be ridiculous too, because I have things like that moved because of the lines I had. We're going to have to redo this next time, like a different way, okay. but it's going to make it even more interesting. All right. So my Mad Libs comes from page 20. Josh Harnett makes it up the Lucia, St. Lucia. He practically drags himself up the dogs and then stops to rest when he reaches my earlobe. <laughs> he looks so sassy. His fingernails are red. <laughs> and there are printers under them. <laughs> slip around my elbow. And he jumps to me and he jumps me to him, hopscotching my toe in his tongue. <laughs> you talk so good, he says. <laughs> I leap him inside the Walmart. Are you hungry? I can make you spinach to eat. He stuffs his knuckles <laughs> as he rustles out of his sock. So I skip Georgia and head for the garage. <laughs> He follows me and throws his tank top over the back of the cat. He kicks <laughs> off his pants and suspends them against the wall. He's wearing a witch costume. <laughs> you look exhausted, I say. He smiles and puts his noses on my hips. I am. I just assisted in an 18 milliseconds bodybuilding. He bends down and throws the diamond tattoo <laughs> on my thigh gap. No wonder he's exhausted. How's that even possible? <laughs> None of that makes sense. <laughs> I oh, love the <laughs> diamond was... tattoo on your on your thigh gap. He so that's he, possible. He stuffed his knuckles wrestling out of the sock. <laughs> I know the sock killed me. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Amazing. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, we might have died. So um we, we may not be holding any more podcasts. Oh man. <clears throat> All right. So I'm gonna read mine. 
Mine, um, I had a digital copy, so I'm not exactly sure what the page number was, but it was the first paragraph or so of the second chapter. Way to go, Alex. <clears throat> nice sighting. <laughs> I can, it's very specific. Go to chapter two. It's the first thing you'll see. Um, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I'm scared. Ferdinand, the douchebag who loves to hear herself pluck, <laughs> is savoring around the Texas gathering... <laughs> Fridge of a knit remote control. <laughs> Fridge of a knit? What? Fridge. So there's refrigerator of a knit remote control. <clears throat> I'm seated on the stereo, opening up rocking horses stuffed with some of my bed from when I was parking. <laughs> I smuggled them when I was home for Catalina wine mixer this week. You chuck today? Ferdinand asks. Nope, I have cuddly leave until Monday. She mimicked in her tracks. Monday, she punched. Snotty witch. <laughs> yes, Ferdinand. I'm so lucky my squirrel licked, I say snazzily. Of course. But I rustle when I realize it's not actually very snazzy. <laughs> you know what I mean. She marries. She grabs her porcupine as she hugs on one foot while munching her cherries onto the other. I'm not reading tonight. Stay over at, I'm staying over at Bartholomew's house. The chair beating behind her. I can't. I can't breathe. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> oh, good game. <laughs> For anyone wondering if it's a lot of fun to take a book and just remove certain words and replace them, it's Apparently a lot of fun. So. Apparently so. Oh my it was God. A lot of fun. <laughs> oh my god at least i was munching my cherries well somebody <laughs> the chair was beating by itself um <laughs> fun fact i actually said eating but i'm so glad that you picked oh. up on beating instead i thought you said beating it's more applicable the chair eating oh. behind her actually would have been a little fun. <laughs> the chair eating or beating is out of control <laughs> Oh my God. Well, that All was right. so, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that wraps our up our mad mad. <laughs> that wraps up our mad lib segment. Excuse Join us next we week die. when we do another game. <laughs> that hopefully won't kill us. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh man. All right, everyone. So now we're going to transition into our cooking portion of the episode. So we thought it would be fun to discuss some helpful cooking tips. For today, we're going to discuss tips for reheating pizza, because you know we all do it more often than we probably should. Absolutely. I am a big pizza connoisseur. <laughs> so my tip for reheating pizza, um, I have two, actually. Um, one is to do it in the pan and the other is to do it in the oven. None of them include the microwave, which you probably might be used to. Um, it's disgusting in the microwave. It's not good. So a better option would be to put it on the uh, frying pan, actually, with eight 
or 10 droplets of water, not on the pizza, but to the sides of the pizza. It'll actually absorb it, make the cheese melt better, and it'll taste just like it did the day before. Another one is if you can throw it into the oven at whatever temperature you usually use to uh, reheat your pizza. If you do use it in the oven, you could do like 375, anywhere up to 425. Um, and then this is a little more complicated, but I promise you it's worth the effort. Um, you take on the top shelf either your pizza stone if you have one or a cast iron pan if you have one of those. Uh, we will include links um, in our bio if you want to see um, some options that we recommend on on Amazon um, for those uh, for those pans. But you could put one of them on the top shelf of the oven. In the middle part of the oven, you put your pizza. And then on the bottom, you take like a brownie pan or whatever you have, fill it with water, and it becomes like a water bath that steams the bottom of the pizza. And it tastes maybe even better than the original pizza did. So uh, if you do try those tips, please reach out to us and let us know what you thought, if you liked them or you didn't. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to hearing about it. So Alex, what what is your tip for pizza? We all eat it. um I'll probably have it tonight um but my tip is much more simple uh well first of all I don't mind cold pizza so sometimes I don't even heat it up I just will eat it straight out of the fridge and I think it tastes awesome erroneous um I think it tastes great but if I do heat it up and my husband usually prefers it heated up he thinks I'm crazy for eating cold pizza um but I'll just throw it in the broiler on top of some tin foil uh I put it on low on the top rack for maybe three minutes tops you have to really be on top of it because otherwise the crust will burn um yes my husband but <laughs> otherwise it comes out really good it it comes out pretty pretty good that's all I have to nice. say that's that's my big tip so if you guys have a tip for reheating pizza or that you find that works well for you um send us an email or reach out on our socials and if we test out your suggestion we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future let us Ooh. know what you do yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um, as you may recall, on Tuesday, we introduced the ingredients of the day segment, um, which in that particular case for It Ends With Us is we chose chocolate chips, which was inspired by Alice's chocolate chip cookies that he made for Lily in chapter 11. Uh, we were supposed to make something using the ingredients. So um, now we'll review uh, the outcome of what we made. So Alex, why don't you go first with your um, recipe? Okay. So I made a homemade trail mix, which is my new favorite go-to snack. I'm actually snacking on it right now. (laughs) Um, And sometimes I eat it for breakfast. I'm not going to lie. It actually does have a lot of protein in it. So what I do is I mix um, walnuts, pecans, peanuts, almonds, honey roasted chickpeas, sea salt roasted chickpeas, wasabi roasted edamame. So good. Uh, dried coconut. And then I had a mix of dried cherries, blueberries, cranberries, and raisins, the golden ones. Um, But sometimes if I don't have the mix, I'll just use the dried blueberries or dried cranberries. Um, And then I put in some peanut butter chips and of course some dark chocolate chips. So um, the Ghirardelli ones are the best. Yeah. It's so good. Those are the only ones that matter. Yeah. The Ghirardelli is the best. You really can't go wrong with them. Um, but it really does. It satisfies a sweet and salty craving. It has a lot of protein. Um, 
And it actually, because of that is surprisingly filling. Um, so I am going to post photos of that and the ingredients, um, to Instagram. If anyone is interested in making it themselves, all of the ingredients are available at ShopRite. Um, but the best part really is that you can customize it however you want. If you don't like an ingredient or you really love one, add more, take it out, uh, do whatever you want, get fun with it. And if you decide to make it, take a picture and tag us on Instagram. We're at books with cooks underscore podcast. Um, looking forward to to seeing it and if you have any feedback as well that sounds yummy i love trail mix i was telling alex before too if you mix it with like homemade popcorn or even like what i was eating a smart pop um <laughs> it's really yummy with the salty and the sweet definitely recommends yeah so my recipe um i got a while ago from um on instagram her name is Calla uh ramont r-a-m-o-n-t um her instagram uh, tag is Calla's clean eats um, and she has a recipe for a healthier pumpkin muffins. This is a big hit around my house. Uh, my kid, I have a three-year-old. He loves them so much. Um, but even before we had him, we were making these and we love them. Um, so I'll give you that recipe now. And I do tweak it just a little tiny bit, um, depending on what I have on hand sometimes too. Um, but let me uh, let me go into it right now for you. So basically you take one and a half cups of oats and you blend them to make an oat flour. You could buy an oat flour as a second option, um, but I find it easier since I already have oats to just throw them in the blender and make my own flour um, cheaper too. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, yeah, and then a cup, and it, it's basically like having a, a bowl of oatmeal only as muffins. So yeah. it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and then you could even do that with gluten free oats too if you're gluten free. Mm -hmm. um, then you add in a cup of pumpkin puree. Sorry, Alex. Uh, a cup. <laughs> she has on there a cup of coconut or cane sugar. Um, she also says that you could use a half a cup. I do use a half a cup, and I always use the coconut sugar. It's a good a good alternative to using regular sugar. Um, and I personally like with the half a cup because we don't like it as sweet. But um, you know, if you wanted to use the whole cup because you like it sweeter, that's fine. And of course, you could use whatever sugar you know you use or sugar alternative that you use. Um, then we do, she has on here a third of a cup of oil. Um, I also use avocado oil as she recommends, but she could use coconut oil as well. Two eggs. If you're vegan, you can substitute that for flaxseed eggs. Um, and she also does this with non-dairy milk. Sometimes I do, sometimes I use regular whole milk. It depends on what I have on hand. Uh, three tablespoons of the non-dairy or dairy milk. And then uh, a teaspoon of baking soda, a dash of sea salt. And here's where I vary it up. She has on here a tablespoon of pumpkin spice if you want to keep it simple. I um, I like to make my own pumpkin spice. So I'll do a teaspoon of ginger, a teaspoon of cinnamon, and like maybe a half a teaspoon of cloves and a quarter um, a teaspoon of nutmeg. So I'll just make my own little blend. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll even put a little extra pumpkin spice just if I'm feeling spicy. <laughs> and, and you mix that all up in a blender. Um, so this way it's easy cleanup, no bowl. And then if you mix it up, you mix in some chocolate chips. Just don't blend the chocolate chips so that they're nice and melty in there. Um, and then you line a, a muffin tin, put it at 350 to preheat and you leave them in for, she has on here 28 to 35 minutes, but everybody's oven is different. Mine actually come perfect in 20, 24 to six, 26 minutes. So um, they're delicious. I, I highly recommend if um, you want something even a little healthier, um, then, then normal, like I said, it's, it's kind of like having oatmeal in a muffin. So what could go wrong? 
And if you feel <laughs> if you feel the need, you can even get creative. Sometimes I'll uh, chop up some apples and throw them in there um, or even like some mashed up banana. You can have fun with it um, for sure. And if you like other mix-ins like nuts, go nuts. <laughs> Use what you got. Um, you know, you could definitely uh, uh, tweak it up to how you like it. Um, if anybody makes these, um, please always, uh, I'd like to credit Kala's Cal Clean Eats, of course, um, to make sure that, um, you know, you should give a shout out to her Instagram. Um, but if anybody makes these and you want to send us pictures or let us know your feedback, please, we welcome that. As Alex said, you could send it to our email. You could send it to our socials. We will post this recipe on the social and link to Kala as well. Yep. Thanks, Jess. Those sound really good. Yum liar you hate pumpkin <laughs> yeah but i like the pumpkin spice part i like um mm -hmm. nutmeg and ginger and now a healthy chug of doug hello doug here to kick some knowledge away i know what you're thinking does this guy read can he even read well don't judge a book by its cover i've been known to dabble in some reading off and on yeah i like to break a mental sweat too when reading recently, I actually pinched a nerve in my neck, a real abecedarian move. I wasn't able to turn my head right for several days. Some solid advice, don't be stagnant while reading. Also, don't be stagnant in life. Go to the gym. Don't try to impress anyone by using heavy weights that you are not going to be able to use the correct form. Do it for yourself. Be better than you were yesterday. And in time, you will be where you want to be. Or you could be like me and reach for a goal that's unachievable. But still, pursue it anyway. So remember, be safe when you are reading. And most importantly, swole is the goal. Go to the gym, asshole. Chug that. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Okay, everyone. So before we go today, um, we just want to readdress from last episode's Sassy Spatula Award. Woohoo! To Yay. give out... The award to the recipient. Um, the first one goes to Alex for her yeah. use of AB Sedarian in Tuesday's episode, which, by the way, we failed at because we barely used it. But we'll let her win this time. <laughs> Alex used the word once Ooh. <laughs> in the episode, which still counts, even if there is some controversy over that point. Um, whatever. She can have the first one. You win, Alex. Great job. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> you want to give a speech? Uh, I'd like to thank you for creating the word of the day. I'd like to thank our editing skills for the way that things worked out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> Get her off the stage. Get the hug. <laughs> Um, all right. So our next book review will be on Colleen Hooves. Uh, it starts with us, which will air on Tuesday, August 22nd. Join us then for our thoughts on the sequel and join us again next Thursday, August 24th for another party episode. Party. <laughs> for anyone who's just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So be sure to check out our socials for updates and bonus content. You can find us on Instagram at bookswithcooks underscore podcast on TikTok at bookswithcookspodcast on Twitter at Books with Cooks, and you can visit our website at bookswithcooks.wixsite.com. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. 
You can also email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. Give us a follow on Goodreads for our full book reviews at Jess Books with Cooks and Alex Books with Cooks. We'll include this information in our podcast bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. So on this podcast, we want to have some fun. So we're going to incorporate some games. And in the future, we want our listeners to get involved, too. Today, we're going to play Mad Libs. Sorry, this sounds stupid. I'm going to start off. Uh, <laughs> Eat my shit. Eat my shit. Uh, just a reminder that this past Tuesday episode, we spoke about Colleen the Hooves novel, It Ends With Us. So uh, we will pick up that here just to, um, you know, give us our nice Eat shit. <laughs> Eat my shit. I didn't even realize what was happening at first. I was like, is she speaking in tongues? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs>